Hello, and welcome to the Magic Music Review Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host. Join me each episode as we talk about our love of Disney music. It could be a song, a movie, a short film, a Broadway show, a Disney theme park, or one of the countless other forms Disney music takes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey through the magic of Disney music on the Magic Music Review. Hi, everybody, and welcome to uh, episode five of the Magic Music Review. Sorry I've been out of uh, touch for a while. Uh, I've had some interesting things going on. I had a show that opened, and so I was going through Tech Week and all that fun stuff at the end of the production of the show. I don't want to get too technical. I don't think most of you really care. Um, And I had a job change, and, you know, just kind of turning my world upside down a little bit, which is okay. Uh, It needed to be turned upside down a little bit. But we're back, uh, and we're going to try to uh, keep this thing going uh, for a bi-weekly, hopefully every other week, podcast. Um, I have some ideas for shows, some ideas for guests. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about what the future holds for this podcast. So this episode, we're going to do something different. For the past four episodes, I've been talking about movies and movie soundtracks and the songs from movies and, you know, each episode, as you may or may not know, depending on if you've listened to them or not, has been about a different movie. And so we would go through the story, we'd talk about the history of the movie, we'd talk about the story of the movie, we'd talk about each song, how it, you know, was it good, was it bad, how did it impact, um, all that kind of stuff. But today, I want to do something different. I want to talk about one of my favorite CDs. Yes, I did say CDs because I actually own it on CD. Uh, One of my favorite CDs that I own. It's like the CD I go to when I need to be cheered up. Uh, One of them. I have a couple. But this is definitely one of them. Uh, And the CD is called Disney's Music from the Park. It came out in 1996. uh, And it is park music, songs from the park, basically, uh, from different attractions from the parks, but performed by different artists. Uh, So there are different arrangements, different uh, styles, uh, some of it really different, uh, some of it fantastic, a few maybe not so fantastic. We'll talk about all that uh, as we go through it. Uh, but as I said, it's one of my favorite recordings, and it's called Disney's Music from the Park. Uh, and on the front of the CD case, it says Disney's Music from the Park, featuring performances by Patty Austin, Bare Naked Ladies, David Benoit, Tim Curry, the Disney Big Band, Etta James, Brian McKnight, Olivia Newton-John, Richard Page, the Pointer Sisters, the Rembrandts, Linda Ronstadt, and Take Six. It is so good. Um, it is so good. Uh, so... Instead of me just raving about it, let's talk about it. Let's dig right in to Disney's music from the park. So, the first song on the uh, on the CD is Zippity Doodah from Splash Mountain. I know it's not from Splash Mountain. I know it's from Song of the South. But on this CD, it says it's from Splash Mountain. Because as we all know, Disney doesn't really want to own Song of the South. But anyway, this is sung by Patty Austin, the R&B jazz singer, brilliant vocalist, brilliant vocalist. Uh, I love what she does, um, and I love this recording. 
Um, it has an R&B feel to it. Uh, it starts out slow and just so much soul um, and feeling in it. So good. Then it goes into this R&B feel, um, which is so much fun. I love the arrangement. I think the changes uh, to it really freshen it up and show that it's a song that can be fresh today. It doesn't have to be stuck in Uncle Remus singing zippity-doo-dah like we think of. It can be brought up to date. It's great. So why don't we listen to a little bit of zippity-doo-dah from Splash Mountain. Zippity-doo-dah zippity is Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me from Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously. Um, it was lyrics by X Atencio. Uh, music was actually by George Bruns, um, which I didn't know. Um, anyway, uh, this is sung by the Pointer Sisters. Yes, those Pointer Sisters uh, from the late 70s, early 80s, disco era. Love me some Pointer Sisters. Um, always have. Uh, and I love what they do to this song. They make it so much fun. It is a party happening. Um, and even in the background, they party. You can hear when it's just instrumental and we're just bridging between verse and chorus or maybe a repeat of the chorus or whatever. You can hear them laughing and partying in the background, uh, just the way I always like to think of the Pirates of the Caribbean with the p pirates partying. Because that's basically what they are. And, and I understand there's whole discussion right now about the, the whitewashing of the pirates, about how, you know, a few years ago, probably longer than a few years ago, that tells you how old I am, uh, how they made it so that the, the pirates no, were no longer chasing the women, that the women were chasing the pirates, uh, and how they've now changed the we want the redhead scene uh, from um, auctioning off the redhead to the redhead being a pirate and auctioning off the loot that they have collected. Um, no matter how you feel about it, it doesn't matter either way. Uh, this is a great, great number. It is so Disney, this music is, this number. And I love what the Pointer Sisters did to this. The fun, funky feel of this piece is so good and so much fun. Let's take a listen.
next piece of music um, is It's a Small World and When You Wish Upon a Star. It's a, it's a Small World and When You Wish Upon a Star medley. Um, they're saying it's from It's a Small World because really it's uh, that's the song that, that they're doing. It's a Small world, world was, as we all know, written by the Sherman Brothers. Um, and When You Wish Upon a Star was written by Ned Washington. Music by Lee Harlan. Harline, sorry. Uh, and this is sung by the great Etta James. I, I don't even have to say anything else. Um, it's Etta James, everybody. <laughs> Etta James singing It's a Small World and When You Wish Upon a Star. How good is that? So let's take a listen. I love this piece, and I love Etta James. So enjoy this small portion of It's a Small World When You Wish Upon a Star. It's a world of laughter, world of tears. It's a world of hopes and a world of fears. There's so much that we share that it's time we are aware. It's a small, small world. <laughs> well, there's just one moon, one golden sun, and a smile means friendship to everyone. All right. So moving on, first of all, you can see why I love that and why I love Ed James. It is so good. Uh, let's move on. The next, <laughs> the next piece is probably one of mine that I would say is not my favorite piece on this on this thing. There's only one more piece of music besides this one, this next song that I think is probably worse, um, and we'll get to that. Trust me. Uh, but this is the ballad of Davy Crockett. They're calling it from Frontierland, which makes sense. The Ballad of Davy Crockett from Frontierland. I don't even know what to say about it. Um, so the lyrics are by Tom Blackburn. Uh, the music by George Bruns again, which is great. But the vocals here are Tim Curry. Um, and I'm not even sure that vocals is really a fair statement about this. I think vocals may be uh, stretching a little bit. He talks, basically. That's that's really what he's doing. And there are background vocals, um, but he's really talking more than anything. Um, I get what they were trying to do with this. Uh, they were trying to make it fun and different. And Tim Curry is telling the story instead of singing the song and it just being a song. Um, he's like really telling story and there's lots of ad living in it. I love that he act that he talks about, you know, he doesn't know what the, he doesn't really know what he's talking about and he thinks it's kind of odd. Um, and he's not even really quite sure who this Davy Crockett fella is. Um, but yeah, I have, to, I have to be honest. This is one of the two songs that I almost always skip, uh, but it's not fair to be talking about the CD and not talk about it. I'll let you, it gets a little, it's a little funky groove to it. Uh, it sounds, I mean, he mentions that it sounds like the Tower of Power. It's got a great, the one thing I will say for it, it's got a great brass section in it. Uh, and so I do love that. Um, really good brass section uh, for this piece. But 
yeah, just overall, not a big fan of The Ballad of Davy Crockett. So let's listen to a little bit of it. Uh, this is Tim Curry and The Ballad of Davy Crockett. Davy. Davy Crockett. King of the wild frontier. Oh, it's funky. But it has a country feel. Is that Tower of Power? <laughs> Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, the greenest state in the land of the free. Raised in the woods, so's he knew every tree. Killed him a bear when he was only three. David, David Crockett, king of the wild frontier. Well, somebody has to map it. So, the next piece on our journey through music from the park um, is Grim Green Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Um, we all know this. Again, lyrics by Exitensio. Uh, music this time by Buddy Baker. Uh, and this is being sung by the Bare Naked Ladies. This is one of my favorite songs on this CD. I love what the Bare Naked Ladies did to this. They updated it without changing it. It's so cool. It is, oh my God, it's so cool. When you listen to this, the beginning bass line, so good. And the vocals on this are brilliant. Um, I I love it. I absolutely love this. And and I'm I'm sure there are gonna be people out there that don't like it because it's not it's not, excuse me, it's not the traditional vocals uh, that you normally think of with Grim Gringos come out to socialize, right? But this is so good. Uh, updated Bare Naked Ladies that actually is what made me start listening to Bare Naked Ladies um, because I think there's so much skill involved in this recording and arrangement. So here we go. Grim Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion uh, sung by the Bare Naked Ladies. And the tombstones quake. Happy haunts materialize. Green grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide, or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to terrorize. Green grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Hopefully you understand why I love that piece of music. Uh, hopefully you got it. So, uh, the next piece on here is I Just Can't Wait to Be King and Hakuna Matata. It's a medley. 
and it's from Fantasyland, The Legend of the Lion King, which no longer exists, uh, but it did at the time. Um, music is by Elton John, lyrics by Tim Rice. I think most of us know that. Not all of us probably know that, but but a lot of us know that. Uh, and this is sung by the Rembrandts. Really great. Really great. I love the, the groove that they pick with this. Uh, they make it very fun. It's just a great recording of it. Uh, great arrangement. Um, I think they picked the right tone. Uh, and the right, they set the right mood for this. Uh, really, really, really enjoyable. Just a nice, fun song. Great driving song uh, when you're in the car because uh, you can just kind of jam to it. You know, it's so good. Uh, when they get to Hakuna Matata, the way they, they move into that, uh, so, so well done. The arrangement is great. So here we go. I just can't wait to be king. Hakuna Matata medley uh, from Festival of the... I'm sorry, from the Legend of the Lion King, not Festival of the Lion King. Uh, and it's vocals by the Rembrandts. Enjoy. With the humble on the CD we are up to um, number 7 of uh, actually 14 it says 13 but there's a bonus song on it that we'll talk about uh, the next one is Circle of Life Can You Feel the Love Tonight Medley again uh, from Fantasyland The Legend of the Lion King um, uh, we've already talked about that music by Elton John lyrics by Tim Rice um this is sung by Richard Page. I like Richard Page. I think Richard Page is an amazing vocalist um, and does some really good work. I think they really sold this song short. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I don't skip it when I listen to it. It's not that kind of piece. It doesn't make me want to move on. Uh, but they could have done a better job with this arrangement. They could have done a better job changing it up, I think. Um, Richard Page sing, Richard Page sings it beautifully, uh, and and it's really nice. I just find it kind of status quo. I kind of, I just kind of feel like it's not very creative, um, and so that's my only complaint. That's not a bad complaint, uh, just compared to some of the other things. I mean, Grim Grinning Ghosts and Yo Ho and some of those, which were really creative. Um, this is just not. Uh, Great recording, don't get me wrong, just not very creative uh, in arranging. Here we go, let's listen to a little Circle of Life, Can You Feel the Love Tonight medley, sung by Richard Page. 
is Spectromagic Medley. I, I need to start this off by saying that Spectromagic is probably not my favorite Disney parade, but top three. I love Spectromagic. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Spectromagic, uh, and it's brought tears to my eyes. Um, I love it. There is something innocent about it. There is something magical about it. There is something about this music that is... Uh, not only catchy, but it's like bringing back memories. I don't know how it does it. It is so good um, at that feel of remembering, um, like you when you were a kid. Really great. So this is obviously from the Spectro Magic Nighttime Parade, um, which was a beautiful parade that they just let rot out in the sun. Sorry, that was a little side note there. Um, so, uh, this is just an instrumental, and it's by David Benoit. I love this. It's so true to the original. I don't care. I don't care. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It totally brings the feel of the parade to life, um, and I really, really really like it. So let's listen to a little bit of Spectromagic Medley. is a dream is a wish your heart makes from Cinderella's castle um, obviously from Cinderella uh, that was written music and lyrics by Mac David Al Hoffman and Jerry Livingston with additional music and lyrics by David Pack um, and it's sung by Linda Ronstadt oh god I love Linda Ronstadt such a great vocalist such a great stylist and I love this recording of this song uh, if you don't know who Linda Ronstadt is um, she was a pop slash is was is a pop slash 
country singer um, from the 70s uh, and 80s. Beautiful voice. Uh, if you ever heard Blue by You, the song Blue by You, that's Linda Ronstadt. Love her. She's such a great vocalist, and she really does this song a great service by her singing it. It's not a sophisticated arrangement. Not a lot of changes. It's not fancy. It doesn't need to be. It just needs to be Linda Ronstadt singing it. It's so beautiful. I think she hits the right tone, the right mood. She 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 really does an amazing job of telling this story honestly, which is all that you can ask from a vocalist. Really love it. Um, and actually, I love the simplicity of it. I love that it's not overproduced. I love that it's not overarranged. I love that it's not overthought. Um, I know that's a little odd considering some of the other things that I've said this evening. Uh, but in this case, it really works. Linda Ronstadt just sings, ugh, just sings the bejesus out of this. It's so good. So uh, let's listen to it a bit. I'll stop carrying on about Linda Ronstadt and this song. A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, Cinderella's Castle, by Linda Ronstadt. A dream is a wish your heart makes When you're fast asleep In dreams you will lose your heartache Whatever you wish for you keep Have faith in your dreams And someday your rainbow will come smiling Beautiful, right? Linda Ronstadt. Oh, God. Just love her. All right, so um, now we move on to another song. Uh, the next one is Part of Your World from Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Um, well, let's start out. Uh, lyrics by Howard Ashman. Music by Alan Menken. Uh, the great uh, team, songwriting team. Uh, love them, love their work, not only for Disney, but all of their work. Um, and the vocals are by Olivia Newton-John. You can tell where this is going, right? Just from my tone of voice. I will start off by saying that I love Olivia Newton-John. Um, I love her 70s stuff. I love her 80s stuff. I love her in Greece. So good in that. Uh, thank God, because, yeah, just so good in that. But that being said... Part of Your World um, is sung by Ariel in the movie. I don't think I need to go through this, but I'm going to. And it's her dreaming about 
the world of the humans. She's collected all this stuff. She's in her cavern, her secret cavern, and she has all this stuff collected. Um, and it's a very innocent song about an innocent desire to go explore a world she doesn't know. And it is full of idealism. It is full of naivete. It is full of youthful wishing. I think um, uh, Howard Ashman and Alan Menken did a great job of capturing that dreamlike desire to go to that other world that you just can't be a part of. You just don't see how you can be a part of it, but you so badly want to be a part of it. So beautifully done. Um, and I think one of the things that makes it work is that Ariel is so innocent about it. She's so innocent um, at this moment and would do anything. So fast forward to uh, Disney's Music from the Park and Olivia Newton-John singing this song. Um, I can never listen to this. It starts and I have to move. I have to, I have to change it. I have to skip it. Um, here's why. And you don't have to agree with me on this. When you listen to the small part, if you want to go out and find this recording and listen to the whole thing, you are welcome to it. But Olivia Newton-John John sings in a very breathy, sensual way. It is not naive. It is not innocent. It is none of that. That's what she does. That's what she's good at. And that's what she brings to part of your world. Um, she brings a worldliness to it that does not work for me at all. Ariel is not sexy. This song is not sexy. It is not seductress. It is not any of that. And I don't believe that that's what Olivia Newton-John was going for. I think she was trying to be innocent. I think she was trying to make it naive and exactly the tone that it's supposed to be. She's not a bad musician. She gets it. She knows what she's doing. But it does not work for me at all. All I can think of is Ariel in a negligee singing this when I listen to this. Um, I, You may think differently, and, and maybe Ariel in a negligee is a little extreme. That, you know, that's not really what I think. But I, it is way too sophisticated, her vo vocals, uh, for this song for me. I just don't enjoy it, and I skip it every time. I, I literally can never listen to it. Um... And every once in a while I think, oh, I'm going to try. Maybe I'm wrong. And then I start to listen to it, and then I have to stop again. But uh, take a listen. See what you think. It's not a very sophisticated arrangement. It's pretty straightforward. They didn't do anything special with it. Uh, didn't change it up at all, which is okay. Um, but she definitely is not... She definitely is not an innocent Ariel and does not sing this innocently. So here we go. Olivia Newton-John singing Part of Your World. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm a girl, a girl who has everything? Look at this trove, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you'd think 
It's okay if you don't. Um, if you don't, go to the Facebook page. Talk about it. Please leave a comment. Let's have a conversation about it. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Uh, you may totally disagree with me and think that I'm way off base. That's okay. I'm good with that. Leave a comment. Um, let's have the conversation. I want to hear what you think. Everybody, you know, I've said this before. One of the things I love about music and I love about art is that everybody has an opinion. And everybody's opinion is valid. I don't have to agree with you. For your opinion to be valid, um, it's your opinion, and that's, you know, I can't argue with that. It's like feelings. You can't argue feelings. A feeling is a feeling. Um, so anyway, all right, let's move on. The next song on this wonderful recording is the Mickey Mouse March zippity Doodah Medley. It's an in another instrumental, uh, like the Spectro Magic was, uh, and it's by the Walt Disney World Band. Um, so the Mickey Mouse March, uh, music and lyrics were written by Jimmy Dodd and, uh, Zippity Doodah, the lyrics were written by Ray Gilbert and the music, uh, by Ali Rubel. I'm sure that I'm not saying that last name correctly, uh, but give it a shot there. Um, I love this. I love this. First of all, I love big bands. Um, I love bands. I was a high school band director for six years. Um, I love big band music. I love jazz, um, instrumental jazz. Um, it's always so great. And this band, this Walt Disney World band is so good. Insanely good. Like, disgustingly good. Um, ugh, I just want to slap them. They're so good. Uh, and I love this arrangement. I love this arrangement. I think that it is absolutely flawless. I think that the instrumentations that they decided to use with this are wonderful. I think that the um, styles that they use in this are wonderful. Um, I think the recording itself is spot on. It is so clean. It's insanely clean. They play this so clean, so well. Ah, it's just it just makes my heart just joyful, um, which is all that you can ask for it, uh, especially with the Mickey Mouse March and Zippity Doodah Medley. It is so good. Uh, just listen to a little bit of this. You'll totally understand what I'm talking about. I hope you agree with me on it. Um, I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy it because I love this. So here we go. Mickey Mouse March, Zippity Doodah Medley by the Walt Disney World Band.
next recording on this. Oh, first off, I hope you enjoy that as much as I do. Um, I always love it. I think they are just so much fun to listen to. Um, anyway, the next piece on this CD is When You Wish Upon a Star, uh, which is from Pinocchio's Daring Journey um, in the parks. So the lyrics are by Ned Washington with music by Lee Harline, um, and it is sung by Take Six. Uh, if you don't know who Take Six is, it is a it's an acapella group, six guys. Uh, they started becoming famous in the 80s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, actually. Um, and they are so great. They are um, tight harmonies, uh, so clean, always great arrangements. Um, really love them as musicians and artists. Uh, and they do an, a great job. They do a great job of When You Wish Upon a Star. It's not a uh, groundbreaking arrangement of When You Wish Upon a Star. I don't think it needs to be. I think their arrangement is spot on for what it should be. Um, it's just beautiful singing, beautiful harmonies, really well done. Um, I really like it. So take a listen to When You Wish Upon a Star, sung by Take Six. <laughs> they're saying is the theme song. I'm assuming they mean the theme song to the recording. Um, I've never heard it uh, in a park. That doesn't mean that it's not in a park someplace. Uh, somebody let me know if it is. Uh, but it was. its lyrics and music are by Ira Antilus, Cheryl Berman, and David Pack. Um, so it's kind of song by committee. Um, and it's sung by Brian McKnight. This is a really great song. I really like it. Um, it's very Disney. It feels very disney um, it sounds very Disney. I really enjoy it. Um, I think it really captures that magic that we all think of as Disney, as they are really good at doing. They are really good at writing songs that capture the feeling of Walt Disney and the magic that it brings. So uh, let's listen to a little bit of Remember the Magic, uh, sung by Brian McKnight. Running through an open field The way it 
on here is not actually mentioned um, on the sleeve or on the back of the CD uh, jewel case or anything and it's called Illuminations 25 um, I have to tell you this just makes me chuckle when I listen to this um, it is I believe if not the original the second incarnation of Illuminations um, and it's so funny to listen to now that we've been listening to um you know the illuminations uh that we have today which i love has my favorite disney sound of all disney sounds and it's the blowing out of the tiki torches love that ah just makes me happy um anyway there are several things I really like about this. First of all, it really captures the sound of early Epcot. Really captures the sound of of what Epcot used to be. Um, one of the things I love about Epcot is I love the entrance music. Love the entrance music. It is so sty- It is so stylized and so specific to Epcot, and so perfect, especially for the time that it was written and that it was opened. Um, and really, really great that that entrance medley is so good and so you have that flavor in this piece but i love that you can hear it go from country to country as they used to like light up each country during the show and play these little bits of music from each country to kind of give you the flavor of that country um so funny Uh, and if you'll remember they used uh i know they still have these but like those water they weren't really water screens they were like these uh, water fountains, because it was before water screens. Uh, but it was kind of that idea, and they would put lasers on it so that you could maybe see uh, an image. And you always thought it was really cool if you could actually make out one of the images on it. Um, so this has a lot of memories for me uh, and what it used to be, what Epcot's Illuminations used to be. Uh, the piece on the CD is called Illuminations 25. Um, it obviously was not 25 years um, but um, I'm not sure why it's called Illuminations 25. I probably should look that up and find that out. But anyway, it's so much fun to listen to. A lot of times I can't listen to all of it. It drives me a little crazy sometimes. Uh, but every once in a while, I really enjoy the nostalgic nature of it, um, of listening to it and remembering what it was like to see that uh, show and that we all thought was so good, um, so spectacular, right, with all the lasers and such. So funny. Um, because we've come so far. We've come so far. So anyway, here is Illuminations 25. I hope you enjoy it.
it. Uh, Disney's Music from the Parks, one of my favorite Disney CDs to listen to. Um, I know this is a tough one to find and get a hold of, but if you can get a hold of it and find it, it's it's a joy to listen to. Um, just a lot of fun, a lot of different arrangements of songs that you already know, that you're familiar with, uh, and in a new style and listening to it in a new way. Um, it really makes you appreciate the music that Disney has in its parks and in its movies um, and just how good it is. Um, I think the... Uh, test of a great piece of music is its longevity and its ability to be done in multiple ways and have them all still work and these songs definitely meet that criteria on this CD. I know it's a tough CD to find. Um, I got it think I think I got it back in 96, 97 uh, when it first came out. Might still be able to find it at the park, I'm not sure. Um, but you should look for it and see if you can get a hold of it because it is fun to listen to and fun to have. Uh, for just those times when you need a little Disney magic, a little something new. I want to thank you for listening this, uh, to this episode. I know it's been a long time since my last episode. I apologize for that. A lot of life changes happening, but hopefully moving forward, we're going to be able to keep uh, the momentum going uh, to listen to more Disney music and talk about it. Um, I have friends and guests lined up to be on future episodes. So that'll be interesting to hear different opinions, different ideas. I always love that. Um, I'd love it if you'd share your opinion and your ideas. You can find me on Facebook um, at Magic Music Review. You can also find me on Twitter at uh, The Disney Music Dude. Or I guess the thing is just Disney Music Dude. Sorry about that. Um, so feel free. Reach out to me. Let me know. And write a review on iTunes if you like this podcast. Um, write a five-star review so you can... Uh, help other people find this podcast, other lovers of Disney music, uh, so that we can continue this conversation. I do want to continue this conversation. Please feel free to reach out, talk to me. Uh, I will always uh, try to respond and get back to you as quick as I can. I want this to be a conversation, not just my opinion going forward. So that concludes this episode of Magic Music Review, and I will talk to you soon. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, M I C. See you real soon. K E Y. Why? Because we like you. M-